0: That's disgusting anymore. I mean, typically you take over everything, like everything. Remember when I had cold dog soup? You have cold dog soup. Sorry, I've got a lot of feedback that says it feels like it's a Sean joint now. (laughs) (laughs) You intro it. Yeah, and then that's about all I do. Well, that's because we're not doing my stuff. Yeah. Uh huh. So I'm not defending. um, I'm not in the defense. Okay. You know what? You know what? I won't even talk next time. I won't even talk. Preferable. <laughs> what Spider-Man movie was Macy Gray? I've never seen a Spider-Man seen movie. Alexa, yeah. Did we say you were going to talk if we're <laughs> if we're recording? Krill is doing some tech support, some light tech support yeah, right now. The lightest of tech support. Uh, t- today we uh, we told ourselves we would uh, point counterpoint Wes yeah. Anderson movies. <laughs> I don't know how you get a point counterpoint on this. It should just be point, and then also I agree with that point. My my. Idea was to unpack uh-huh. if Wes Anderson movies are really that good. Was your idea also to get punched right in the face? Because if you come in counter to that, if you come in saying they're not good, there's a better than average chance that this is the last podcast we do and one of us spends the night in a Sevierville hospital. I will. The other goes to jail. I will definitely take the stance that he has made three good movies. Okay. And nothing has been good since 2004's oh, Life, Life Quiet. You're drunk. You're drunk with power. Well, I recently took over Cold Dog Soup, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not You're, you're off-base. You're pressing your advantage. 1996 Bottle Rocket, a uh-huh. movie I fell in love with. Absolutely, Everybody did.
1: Hilarious. Our
0: favorite little indie girl had shown up at the dance and... You know who that is, man. That's Applejack. <laughs> when Owen C. Wilson at the time, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> pre Anaconda, um, pre The Cable Guy, I think he's in some Jim Carrey movie. Jim Carrey beats him up in the bathroom or something like that. Is that Liar or Liar? That's Liar or Liar, I think. No, Jim Carrey beats himself up in Liar Liar. Yeah. I'm kicking my own ass, he says. When Owen was Oh, is this a movie podcast we're doing? When I start coughing <laughs> maniacally. Did I cough or did you cough? Mm-mm. Oh, thank God. Mm-mm. Frank coughed. Mm-mm. Should I cut you off on every point you make? Owen C. Wilson uh-huh. busted Luke Wilson out of a mental institution. And then he has a notebook mm-hmm. with the next 40 years of their lives planned huh I don't know why. 1996, Sean, thirteen-year-old Sean, understood the hilarious sensibilities. Oh no, I think that that's scene. the perfect time, and I think that for me, I think Wes Anderson hit me because again, it was he's he was the right guy for the right time. You're, yeah, we were not your necessarily normal teenage boys. We liked a lot of that stuff, but you know, we were we're a little out there, a little sideways. Wanted to know about the finer things in life, and I think primarily. Um, we wanted to be the guys that got that movie Sure Like that course. meant something to yeah. us To be the guys that got that It meant something to me To be the guy who didn't listen to No Limit But who listened to all that Wu-Tang stuff And like Listened to Prince Paul And all that 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 meant something to Prince me Prince Paul for all y'all Yeah sure We wanted to go to school And tell people about that movie And then act Superior when they Absolutely. do Absolutely We wanted to be able to tell people about the movie Yes Yes And then be like "Whoa!" In fact I might <sighs> It wasn't. It probably wasn't thirteen year old John. It was probably fifteen or sixteen because I hadn't seen Rush. I probably saw Rushmore first, and then found yeah. a Bottle Rocket at like the yeah. Hell, I probably saw Tannenbaum's first, and then yeah. worked my way backwards. So here is where. So Rushmore, I love. I yeah, I, I mean, I absolutely. Love, I, Jason Schwartzman fan made me listen to Phantom Planet. Which is the greatest? That, get if, to. if we wanted to argue about anything, that's the problem. We can talk about panel lando. <laughs> that's where I the problem love comes in. <laughs> One of the best shows I've ever seen. I don't believe that. I've been to better shows with you. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> I said one of them. Rushmore was good, especially when a like twenty-eight-year-old Jason Schwartzman playing a high schooler mm-hmm. uh, writes a note to Bill Murray. Saying that I saw your wife giving and and what's his name giving each other hand jobs in the car. That's the note that he wrote. Um, and like, think about uh, Rushmore in particular spawns Election, which I think it's an underrated movie. That Election's I, really good. I really enjoy Election's got, very funny. When when, uh, when fucking Ferris Bueller is having sex and that woman just keeps saying, "Fill me up, fill me up." Fill me up. I've said that many it's times. Reese right? and have angered many people. Well. I feel like it was his wife in the saying "Fill me up." Oh yeah. I think they were trying to get pregnant or whatever. And then also, um, I think that Rushmore directly leads to uh, the HBO series uh, Bored to Death. I think that those things don't exist without that movie existing. A series where Jenny Slate shines. It's just good all around Everything about that was good Ted Danson's fantastic But we're not talking about Non-Wes Anderson stuff No But we are But in the universe Wes Anderson begat This And also begat that So points Wes Anderson I think 2001 Also points Hankins (laughs) For being right I think 2001 The Royal Tannenbaums Is where we split (sighs) I loved the Royal Tannenbaums When I saw it Because I felt like I needed to like The Royal Tannenbaums If you don't like that movie, if you can't watch that movie now and still enjoy it as much as you did then, something has happened bad to you. Who hurt you? You you have now fucked up. Um, (laughs) I think that... It's one of my favorite movies ever, period. No questions, no qualifiers, no nothing. I can't think of five movies I enjoy more than that I think when I think about this movie, I try to struggle with, do I think that I was just trying to be cool and like it, or, or, or... Does it lead itself so open to self-parody that I think it's stupid? I, watch it right now and tell me you don't enjoy it. Danny is Glover's the, fantastic in it. Fucking, the, oh my God. So, <sighs> scenes in Royal Bombs I like ranked. First scene. <laughs> uh, um, Top ten. is when, when, uh, when Royal and, and Danny Glover's character are in the kitchen. And Royal's just being a grade A dick. This is the Coltrane? Yes, yeah. it's the Coltrane scene. Did you call me Coltrane? No, but uh did anything you can do about it. <laughs> Look at that old grizzly bear. I could, no, yeah. everything and not to mention, not the movies themselves stand on their own. Ben Stiller is amazing. Like he plays that, he he sums up what it's like. He plays a very sim- sympathetic yes, character. Yes, a very sympathetic character, but he doesn't play it sympathetically. Like mm, you really yeah. have to work. To, to yeah. get him. You really have to work to be able to forgive him for being a jerk when he, he rightfully is, he can be. You know, Royal was a shit dad and his wife died. and He's got these two kids and he's scared to death. But he plays it in a way that you're mad at him for a while and then it finally breaks with you are like, alright. I think the fact that it's so out there and weird makes it a little hard to keep well, like. What's weird about it? Gwyneth Paltrow, the fact that they live in like a... The, the 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 set design is very weird the set design makes it look like it's in like a like a fairy tale book sure. yeah um which I mean, you know i, mean, I might argue that that's a good idea on right. another it's, on another day so yeah. it's just but, it's just a version of new york it's it's it is for me all the wes anderson movies are set in if lou reed had just designed new york city sure yeah and for me that's always going to work yeah. it's just a version of new york like the gypsy cab shows up and the Gwyneth Paltrow Luke Wilson incest uh storyline is weird. Where? She's adopted. In the and then Luke Wilson Needle tries to murder himself. Well, it's suicide. That's a we have a term for that. It's called suicide. Well I'm gonna kill myself in, in, tomorrow. In a manner in which while an <laughs> Elliot Smith song is playing, in a manner where Elliot Smith actually killed himself. Uh huh. Before it happened. Yes. Yeah. That was the the thing I was going to say next. Is man, like, just on his use of music alone, I'm going to be in Wes Anderson's corner. That's going to happen. I mean, it hits all the high points for me. (laughs) Fucking wigwam shows up, and it, like, I've never. Applejack is in all these movies, by the way. (laughs) Also true. Applejack is always there. I've never uh, gotten off a plane in New York. Where the, one of the last two songs that have played, or as I'm, as I'm debarking, the opening of Rocky Horror Pictures is is me and Julio down by the schoolyard. That yeah. is New York. That yeah. means I'm going to New York. Like just the use it's of music yeah. in that. The fucking it ends with that Van Morrison song. Mm-hmm. It ends with that great. Oh man, the tombstone, the the epitaph is great. That Royal wrote his own epitaph. So you and I and Creole, of course, la, 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 run into la, this la, sometimes. La, boom. Uh, about po- on cold dog soup when we talk about poetry and um, you know you guys uh, talk about how this poem doesn't make any sense it's disjointed there's no structure more often than not I will take the 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 stance that well that that's kind of the point of it that's like you know I, I compared some dumb poem with no structure to a Jackson Pollock painting with with no like it's not a straight line sometimes that you know. That's that's also the intent in a lot of movies as well. Um, so I'm arguing against myself, but you know, it's not just. I found the story in *Rudolph* to be very linear. Yeah, for sure. Oh no, it I'm is, I'm, uh... not, I'm I'm not saying that. I'm I'm, I'm saying viewing mo- movies as works of art rather than just sitting in front of a, of a screen and having people tell you. A story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Um, that's, yeah, that's fair. I I think where I land on this argument is that *The Life Aquatic* with Steve Zizou three years later is a perfected royal Bombs. No, I would I would disagree. For me, Life Aquatic I love. Yeah, I think that, I think you're probably going to be in one of the two camps. They're essentially the same movie mm-hmm. as far as the big overarching themes. Um, I think for me it probably comes down to I prefer Bill Murray as supporter versus feature Um, I think I'm I'm blanking on the actor That played Royal Tannenbaum And that's bothering me Gene Hackman Gene Hackman I keep wanting to say Stacey Keach And I don't know why Gene Hackman I think Gene Hackman Titus' dad from Titus Yes Yes. exactly Um, I think I prefer Hackman in the lead To Bill Murray And Bill Murray With fucking Dudley In in Royal Tannenbaum's Is so good Can the boy tell time (laughs) yet Oh lord Um, When, When they When they ask Steve Zizou Well you can't kill The giant squid Or whatever the fuck He's going after He's like I'm, I'm not going to kill it. I'm, I'm going to blow get, it up. I'm going to catch it. I'm going to let it go. Now, where's my dynamite? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I fucking went up. Uh, Jeff Goldblum with a giant cards egg, exit wound. Jeff Goldblum gets shot. Um, and that movie probably got me into Bowie more than anything because they're playing all those Yeah, the entire Portuguese, soundtrack is a the whole things And, covered, and that guy, yeah. the Portuguese guy covering all those Bowie songs. I mean, I'm, I'm here Will for it. Willem Dafoe is like yes, a related. It's, it's, it's so, a very good movie. We are four deep into this filmography. So, uh, first of all, I'm gonna say right now, if anybody else had those four movies, <laughs> the case is closed. We've this guy's career is fine. And we are uh, we are basically doing everything. He, uh, Wes Anderson has been a director and writer. On. Sure, whatever. He produced The Squid and the Whale. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Something called the, She's Funny That Way. I'm sure she is. And Escapes. We're skipping over those. Yeah. So right now, I am going to give... Your original premise is, were these movies ever good? I think we have established these movies are, are very good. We are 40% through his film, filmography. Bullshit, ref. Um, I hadn't seen Isle of Dogs, so I cannot comment on that. I will be happy to judge a book, book by its cover on that. Uh, we move on to the Darjeeling Limited in 2007, which is the beginning of the end for me for Wes yeah, Anderson. wrong. It's a good movie It's not It's not Tenenbaums It's not Steve Zizou But it's a good movie It's stupid It's How it's is it stupid? It's not funny It's charmless It's, I don't it's believe not not any of those things That guy's kid Jason Schwartzman is not good in it I mean it's not the strongest no But Who it's, else is in that movie? It's, it's uh Is Adrian Brody or something? Yeah else? it's Adrian Brody Schwartzman And One of the Wilsons right? Luke Luke Frank Owen Wilson Adrian Brody Jason Swartzman. There There's some like uh, Isn't uh, Surprise Bill Murray's in it uh, uh, <sighs> Applejack's in it Applejack's in it Of course There's some like Prologue to the movie Where like It's Jason Swartzman And Natalie Portman Yeah Have you seen that Yeah Yeah. I mean I don't It doesn't I'm, I'm blanking on a lot of it Right now I remember they were both try, They were all three Trying to save these kids At one point And I think Adrian Brody's died And he just delivers That line of my kid died. Yeah, like he couldn't save his for whatever reason. Um, I remember enjoying it. I've enjoyed it every time I've watched it. It's not one that I watch. It's not the most rewatchable because it's a little heavier than most of them, and it's not it's certainly not as fun. The Royal like, Tenenbaums is a heavy movie. Ah, The Royal Bombs is a suicide. He- dead. Uh, well, dead. Nobody wife, dies. He doesn't Ben, ben wife's dead. But yeah, she's dead. We don't see it. She's yeah. dead. Oh, the, the bomber comes back. Bomber makes it back, baby. Bomber comes back. Um. Uh, yes, it, uh, of all his movies One of them has to be Not the best one Darjeet Unlimited is not the best one But it is not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination It is entertaining um, The characters are They learn something They do the stuff you're supposed to do in movies And for, to your point about Oh my god, it's a weird fucking thing duh, blah, blah, This one is set on a train it's not a weird setting. It I is would, the most It is the most relatable. You know where it is. I would watch you know Snowpiercer 10 oh God, times out God, of 10 you over You are this movie. just being an asshole. Man. I would watch... Snowpiercer Snow may be the worst movie I've ever watched in my life. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding Snowpiercer is so fun to watch. It's not fun to watch. It's absolutely fun to watch. How... What is fun about it? I'd love to know what is better about Snowpiercer than of all, First of all, first of all well... This no, is no, a, that's the point you just fucking this, made, dude. This, this, this is a dumb argument because no. they're just both on trades. I'm, I'm joking around <laughs> about it, but I, I, I'm defending Snowpiercer as a standalone movie. Awful. It's an awful. Chris movie. Evans is fantastic. You no, know, no. How it, is he fantastic? That, he ate a baby. The, <laughs> he ate a fucking baby. He tried to eat a baby, and so an old man gave him his leg. Bullshit already. Come on. That classic. That classic story where the the dregs of society rise up and and overtake. But the, those in power They they did to the point where they realized that climate change is no longer affecting the earth around them so that they can get out of this fucking train and all and, die in and the repopulate cold. the earth. No, they all die. The polar bear was alive. <laughs> oh, but you think those people survived? The wreck train. I First of even... all, it wasn't the Dregs of Society that raised up because the sure Dregs of Society—they're the, shoveling coal. The the, the coal shop. The head of the Dregs worked with the guy in the front of the train to cause a riot on the train so that the population would be thinned out. That's what the whole. That's why the movie happened the fucking legless dude works with this so no the dregs are not rising up they are being led to slaughter by the dude in the front of the train and one peg leg baits in the back that's what happened and if if nothing else about that movie doesn't tell you that it's horrible when they open up that thing and there's just cockroaches and we're supposed to have the big shocking scene oh "Oh my god they're eating cockroaches and that is the worst cgi I have ever seen in my life it is terrible um, what did you think about the scene when they got to like the school and their, the all the things they learned was to is help them like work? Tilda, the little... Is Tilda Swinton like the school, the weird school teacher? In there Tilda or? Swinton is like the head mistress. She's not the school teacher. Who's oh, she's a mistress. Them. Oh, we do the wave and we do the Tara Delu the Bob and we do all this. She's not the one. that Delu the Bob. When when out when the TTF network takes off, they're gonna go. And when we get a, a, a wikia about us. Man, there are gonna be so many, Mr. Cho. Oh, so references. many. So many. That's what we were called being reference to Fifth Wheel, third wheel falls in the way. This is the twentieth time that they reference Shaking the Crime Stick. <laughs> <laughs> What's that crime stick? Yes, those two are a couple uh dinglings. <laughs> um yeah, Look we uh, I love the movie. I think it's great, I think it's fun. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble finding it on Wikipedia right now. Probably because it's been wiped. <laughs> um, but a polar bear with it. I saw this plane the thirteenth time we passed, and some of the wing had defrosted. Th- I think it wrecked the train. I, I I think it's a cool premise. I think um, also the premise is fine. The execution was piss poor. I think also it probably helps subconsciously. For me, that it was like a straight-to-Netflix release. It wasn't. It wasn't a straight-to-Netflix release. I saw it at a fucking movie theater. Maybe that's why well, I'm so mad. You didn't. Bullshit, ref. Why, did it, why was that in theaters? I don't know. Hey, hey, why did I Peter go F- see it? All right, it's not theaters sucks. Still better than Darcy Healing <laughs> Limit. You're drunk. F- 2009's Fantastic Mr. Fox. Defend this fucking, fucking pile of It's cartoon that's funny. It's not funny. Christ, John, if you just don't want to like things, that's up to you. Just because... I don't know why it bothers you so You don't much. like Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer's terrible. I can tell Mr. you why Fantastic Mr. Fox is terrible. He, They wear a bandit mask. They do that... Which is funny. They explain... <laughs> they explain cricket and call it hotbox. Creel, Creel just showed up. You were talking about Wilsons earlier. We have Owen Wilson. We have... Luke Wilson, and then Rita Wilson. (laughs) Is she related to the Wilsons? Is that your input on this? I need some fucking like bailout, man. I need a bailout, cause I can't pay my bills. I need a bailout, Washington, if you will. Um, fantastic, Mr. Fox. I just, I, I just nothing wrong with it, dude. There's no, there's no hill to stand on. I watched it. I watched it, and I was like, okay. It's not... Okay, that's fine. It's okay for that to happen in a filmmaker's career. Which is what I'm saying is that Wes Anderson is so praised, so raised up. And he should be! Because you watch a movie and your reaction is okay? I enjoy the movie. I've watched it multiple times. I do. Many I don't know in what in that life. is! Uh, so How is know- that funny? How is that funny? <laughs> well, Sean, if I said... Uh, Farley, 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 Manny, uh, that doesn't mean anything, but if you watch the fucking Three Amigos, it's a thing in the movie. I don't know how to reference this also to you if you funny. don't get... Th- oh, Jesus Christ. Then tell me what is funny, Sean, because I'd love to fucking... I don't know. Uh, I, I saw in a movie, Jim Jam, Jim Jam. Is that hilarious to you? My point is, there's no context kind of, to it. what we're saying. Funny. a little funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Moonrise Kingdom, a movie that I didn't even try to watch until I forced myself to... That makes no sense. Moonrise Kingdom. I'm like, oh shit, Bruce Willis is in this. It's got to be good. And hey, he's so, having an affair with uh, Francis is, is McDermott. Kate Blanchett in it again, or something like that. Because he uses the no, same goddamn actors. Not, in the same no, movie. Tilda Swinton's in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved her in Snowpiercer. Fucking the wolf shows up. where's your goddamn troop, you son of a bitch. I I I fucking love- Moonrise Kingdom. Probably I'll probably enjoy it more than I do Steve Caesar. Um, I love a coming of age story. Really? That's a good coming of age story. And the only problem is the actress who plays a thirteen year old is thirteen years old. That's problematic because she is put into some positions really where. The, but they're the two kids on the run. They're coming into their sexuality. Um, <laughs> the, the The male lead gets an erection at some point and they're dancing. He's like, uh, "Sorry, I think it's hard." And she just goes, it is, and that's okay. I'm like, oh, shit, this is gonna... But yeah, I mean, I I think it's a... a, I I really, really enjoyed it. That was a movie I watched. I saw that in the theater during the little summer hours, (laughs) during a little matinee for myself. And then watched it later with my entire family, and we all enjoyed it. And that is something that never fucking happens. For me, it's... The latter of Wes Anderson's resume, the latter half is just... I think just built for like eighty year old women to say, "Oh, that's cute." I don't. I disagree with that. What if, from because one's a cartoon and the other one's a coming of age movie? Yeah, it's it's not it's not interesting. It's not like if he had made bombs over again, you said, "Oh my God, he's just making bombs over again." Oh, well, I watched it the second time, and I was like, "I'm watching this shit again." <laughs> what is he supposed to do then, John? What is he to do? Just quit. Just quit. Stop making movies. I don't care. Tarantino, you're out of here, bud. Shut Ew, it down. So <laughs> Hateful Eight's really good. You're being. You're just being a jackass. I haven't seen it. Th- then why are you doing? T- you've done two movie podcasts. Are we row. talking about Wes Anderson? Are we talking about <laughs> Quentin Tarantino? Jesus I'll watch Christ. the Hateful Eight. You just said I didn't even try to watch Moonlight Kingdom because i, was like, I until, force, until I forced myself I to watch myself it. Myself it. It was, to do it was a bad While sentence. I'm also watching To Catch a Predator and catching up on my Fox News mornings. I don't watch Fox News. That's a lie. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you should see the guilt in this bastard's eyes. You gotta, you gotta know what the other side is. I'm just say it. The Grand Budapest Hotel. It's a fun little romp. Let's keep putting John Turturro in movies, please. Thank is you he did. supposed to just stop working too? Stop working! Jesus Christ! Again, fun movie, interesting story, uh, a, a sort of weird alternate history. Budapest Hotel. That that classic Wes Anderson ensemble cast. Where it you're is? like, Oh, that guy. Oh, that person. It's like it's fucking like Sharknado. That's all it is. I half, don't. I don't know what you have from this person. Half of the people watching this damn movie is like, oh, I know that person. Oh, I know oh, that I person. I know that person. To recognize people in movies, I hate when they film movies with uh, with I need with famous actors. Complete strangers. <laughs> I, I don't even. I don't think you know what you enjoy anymore. That's what I think we're struggling to watch a movie. <laughs> this was the person who decided to watch all the horror movies on Netflix one time. I got to the bottom of it. Uh huh. Guess what? All dog shit, weren't but You gotta kiss a lot of. frogs. <laughs> you gotta, kiss, you gotta, a gotta frogs. kiss a lot of frogs. You gotta kiss a lot of frogs. A lot of all right frogs. Uh, Isle of Dogs, you haven't seen. Haven't seen Isla Dogs. I haven't Can seen. I seen it looks like it? fucking Fantastic Mister Fox too. Oh my god, he made a cartoon. I don't know. This is from a motherfucker that watches Family Guy, ga- goddamn let uh let a uh, d- dipshit sing a lot. Make some fucking shit. You'll be right there for Seth that. Seth MacFarlane can say. <laughs> yeah, you let Seth MacFarlane keep making the same show over and over and over. And you'll have a DVR set for that motherfucker. Um, if your argument is Wes Anderson is too propped up, that is an argument that you can make. But I don't think... You have not named a bad movie yet. You've named some movies that you didn't personally care for, but you can't say that they were bad. And the high-end... The top end of Wes Anderson ranks up with the top end of just about anybody else. Oh, I agree with that, but I think that again the the second half of his resume they're they're redundant, they're charmless, they're just running That's, through the paces. Nah, I disagree with that. The second half of the resume is not as good as the first half. But name me any artist whose is fucking throw the flag network. <laughs> I'm not ready to call us artists but, <laughs> but name me any band any any for any person that makes art for a living Bob Dylan no no <laughs> look Bob, I love uh-huh. I love Bob Dylan we yeah, all know that sure I think time out of mind and love and theft are great but they ain't blonde on blonde and they ain't bringing it all back home but they're still a records mm. yes they are a they compared absolutely. to a compared to his other works no a compared to to work at the time mmm Time out of mind and love and theft, yes, but modern times together through life, those aren't A's. Tempest is not an A. No, Tempest is not. This yeah. is more Bob Dylan talk for Brad, Brad Katz because he loves it. Hey, I'm, no, I mean, I'm I'm a man with multiple Bob Dylan tattoos, so I think I have earned the right to <laughs> to rank Dylan things. And no, those things aren't. And I mean, God, Jesus Christ, we got to get through the '80s with Dylan. I mean, and shit. Uh, Emperor, slow train, yeah. all those things are right around that time, and I love them. Yeah, but they're not. They're not what the other record, and primarily because they are less accessible. You've got to really be on the voyage, and I think you can say the same thing about Wes Anderson. Sure, you've got to really be on the train with him. You've got to be riding that Darjeeling Limited with him in order to really enjoy the latter things. I'd rather be on the Snowpiercer. <sighs> Eating your fucking cockroach stew. That's how much I dislike. But if you if you come into Wes Anderson and your first Wes Anderson movie is *Darjeeling Limited*, no, you're not going to think of him as a great genius, and you're going to question that movie. But if you've been with him on the trip, then I got to ride with him. And I think that's how art works with anything. I can't think of anybody. If you picked up, um, I don't know. I don't do. I'm not so good with authors. I don't read a lot. I listen to a lot of books. But if you pick up. Someone's oh shit. Terry Pratchett. Nobody's going to understand who Terry Pratchett is. I can't think of... Uh, what's that dude that writes all those books about the law and shit? Jonathan Gresham. That's a wrestler. John Gresham. John Grisham. If you pick up one in the middle of his series, you're going to say, this oh, yeah, isn't yeah, as good yeah. as the things that came yeah, before. Yeah, for sure. You know, art's that way. You hit your stride. Most Stephen fans... Stephen King. Stephen King. If you pick up a Stephen King book written in the latter half of his career... I would also argue that Stephen King is the Wes Anderson of writers. I don't think that's necessarily... He just put out a lot more stuff that... And the second half of it, and it gets diluted. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't say. I know. It Did you read that book good. about the, the scary lamp? <laughs> That's not a book about a scary lamp. I'm taking it. It probably <laughs> is. It probably is. <clears throat> full disclosure: twenty-eight. That's ridiculous. Still full tongue forever. Full disclosure, and I'm getting to something here because I loved Rushmore. I loved. Rush Hour I'm Kidding <laughs> Rush Hour too, <laughs> Even faster you Don't have a touch of Owen no Wilson's radio um, Rushmore Wow Ball Rocket Wow. At the wow. time I loved Royal bombs, And I loved Life Aquatic The Darjeeling Limited Was the beginning of the end for me So hard that I, I watched Fantastic Mr. Fox Once I watched Moonrise Kingdom once. Half a time. I, I think I quit Grand Budapest Hotel. See, and the point is you saw one thing that you didn't like. And because, because, <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Fox is a bad example uh, because it's so different than everything yeah, else. Yeah, it's really did. not in but the Pantheon. Moonrise Kingdom, I was just like, this is the same fucking movie over and over it's again. Not, it That's was, all it is. Moonrise Kingdom. Was, People are going to speak at like at like this te- at, at this tempo and this quietly, and there's going to be like a fucking like theremin and not a theremin, a fucking like banjo in the background, two very different instruments, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and then there's going to be like a title card that transitions into another scene, and then they're going to be in like a submarine that's actually in a house, and then some two two people that are in love with each other that are like not in love with each other are going to be talking but, in a crows nest. That's how people's movies work. <laughs> that's, that's how real life is. That's so, how I thought you were going to say. Fucking Michael what Michael Bay going to blow shit up. Oh, I I I I, mean, I don't watch by <laughs> people have I'm styles, grow, dude. Bro. Get outside it, your box man get get outside, get Oh he did He dogs. made a fucking cartoon And guess what you said about that It was the same fucking thing <laughs> He made a movie on a train And guess what I you just said about that I guarantee there's a crow's nest in both those movies <laughs> I've never seen a it's crow's like, nest I'm pretty sure there's a crow's nest in the Isles of Dogs <laughs> no thing. crow's nest in any of his movies Because you know what They've never taken place on a ship <laughs> yeah, Bastard I, I don't know what your point is here Shani I think your taste have just changed and now you want to blame Wes Anderson for that? I don't think that you know. Oh, as a middle class white man, it's not my fault. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you are in the same bracket. <laughs> um, you know, I think I, I was more trying to, I was less trying to argue a counterpoint with you, you than trying to Let have a journey. Decide for myself. Wes Anderson, you're wrong. And anyway, I think that, like, how many times did you see Tannin Bombs? I mean, I know you Probably don't know ten. exactly. Yeah. Steve Zizou. yeah, uh, yeah, those. yeah, you watch those things multiple times, yeah, and you get a little something different every time. Sure, the ones you don't like, you watched once, decided you didn't like them, yeah, and never went back. There's so many things in this life, in pieces of art, that you have viewed one time, and I'm guilty of it too. I've done the same thing with albums or this and that, and maybe you go back to it years later, you're like, oh shit, I missed it. I wasn't ready. To get this, I remember the first time I listened to Street Legal, another Dylan record. Hated it, didn't yep. understand. It was different than the Dylan that yep. I knew. It was, it was not Bring It All Back Home, it wasn't Highway 61. Yep. And I was like, this is dumb, I don't get this. And I listened to it years later, and I'm like, this might be my favorite Dylan record. Um, don't even get me started on Tight Connection to My Heart. Yeah. We all know that story. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that anything that's high concept art, and I think a Wes Anderson movie. Qualifies as high concept without getting into the realms of just being of weird. Yeah. Um. It ha- you have to watch it multiple times, and you have to you kind of have to go in and say I'm going to like this, and you have to be talked out of it. You went with the other side, like I'm not gonna like this, yeah. and it just what try. It, it reinforced whatever you I already did like. I don't know. You I know you a lot. You rarely try. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think Coke. I I quote. The other member of the primary TTF panel who made a cameo in this episode, very briefly, when I say Owen Wilson, <laughs> Luke Wilson, Luke Wilson, <laughs> Rita Wilson, Rita Wilson, episode Rita 11, Wilson. 11, I think, of Throw the Flag. Mm. That's discussing what are sure. we? Movies, movies, movies. <coughs> We're gonna have to bring that down. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Hey, Sean, stupid. If you like what we're doing, just give money to me, not Sean. Listen, I know, listen, I know. Listen. It's like having a bad uncle that you just gotta put up with. He owns the keys to the laptop, so he owns the microphone, so we have to have him here. Please don't take anything he says seriously. Listen to our other shows at ttfnetwork.com it right It's the only thing that fits me anymore. Just such a fatty daddy. We'll see you next week. Next freak of the week.